Shamdeezy. I don't know what that is, but we're just going to go with it. I was about to say, are you talking to me? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. For today, you're Shamdeezy. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just I just feel hip hoppy. Does that make sense? Like, All right. Hip-hop-y. That's my hip hop name. Should I tell hip hop names were? Yeah, I, now it does. Now you are <laughs> Shamdeezy. What's my hip, what's my hip hop name? Tell me. Uh, I don't know. Little Jen. <laughs> uh, okay. I went for the easiest one. <laughs> I know I'm short. Okay. You don't need to like tell everybody. Not that short. Just, you know. I'm tall for my height. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's that's perfect. I'm going to tell all my short friends that. Oh, hey, Jen, let's hear this. Oh, never mind. You already know it. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Screw you, too. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, But but welcome to another week of Bookvember. That's what I'm calling it. That's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. Bookvember, um, where I make sham talk to people about things that I want them to talk about or I just talk to them on my own and then make him put them in the episodes so this is one of those I did it on my own and he has to shove it in their things uh well that's what she said but <laughs> I was about to say, this got, once again very sexual very quick but I'm not against it I'm so saying yeah we're we're all on board with that uh this week I had an interview with an author Jimmy Galear Jefferson I hope mm-hmm. I'm saying her name correctly because there are a lot of names and Jimmy the Artist. Yeah, Jimmy the Artist. Um, I know Jimmy through my Black Romance Book Club. And Jimmy is a writer and also a non-monogamous person who writes about non-monogamous things. So very to be good to have her on the show. I mean, I know other romance authors, guys. It's not just Katrina. I know other people, too. So that's pretty much what it was. It's proving a point to myself. Yeah, that and, is one uh, other person out there. <laughs> There's one other person, and guess what? She's in the same writing group as Katrina anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's all in the family. It's all in the family. It's all all about, you know, non-monogamy and just part of the reason we do the show, of course, is to highlight these different experiences and stories and how it is being portrayed out there in the world, especially with Black people. Because like I said, we've been told for so long, this is some white people shit. So here we are. Here, everyone is seeing that it is not just for them it is also for us and maybe even more for us than for them that's a whole separate rabbit hole i'm gonna jump down there so sham how was your week (laughs) how how did your week go so far oh my weeks you know it's been pretty pretty chill nothing nothing big happening down here i know things are a little bit spicier up there but uh down here nothing much to report Uh, just another just another week in lockdown well not lockdown i lock myself down but Yes, you're like coffee. Like coffee puts the girl on lockdown. You're just putting yourself on lockdown. Yeah, no, yeah. There's no, there's nowhere we go. There's, there's nowhere to go. I'm going nowhere. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I feel that. Um, I, you know, I go to work in the office, and that's a thing. Um, oh, that sounds terrible. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing, and you know, I work for very long hours. Like I've, I've said it on, you know the Twitter and the Instagram just for our followers there that listen, I work like 12 plus hour days sometimes. So Mm. show notes right now. And I work six days a week just as a by the by. So show notes right now, if I don't get to do them on a certain day, they just, they happen when they happen. Yeah, And I feel horrible about it. Cause you know, like I was usually so on top of it. I'm like committed. I'm like ready. And 
I just, I, yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. Things happen sometimes. Sometimes life happens. Yeah, life is happening right now. And I'm still going to, of course, be trying to get on top of it. So we will see how I'm able to do that. Um, but outside of that, I hope you guys are all wearing your masks and sanitizing your hands and uh, staying the fuck at home if you can. That would be yes, great. Please, please do. And that doesn't mean inviting people over to your house to be without masks. That just means you stay with your unit at your house because it is, you know, November 2020. Cases are rising exponentially. Oh like literally every day there's a new record broken in America. I'm just like, how? How yeah. is it getting worse? It's, and especially because it's winter, it's only going to get even more because there's no like outside seating. There's oh, no yeah. like outdoor mm. options, especially for a lot of people. It's going to be colder and we're all trapped inside and just giving each other COVID like blowjobs. So, um, except blowjobs are fun. Except blowjobs are fun and COVID is not. And not at all. Not at all. And I really, I, I just want this to be over. <laughs> I feel like we've been in a pandemic yeah. for too long, but I know it doesn't work that way. Sadly, no. As much as people want it to work that way, because some mm-hmm. people want it to be over and just pretending like it's not, like it is, but it's not. Please, please, just, just bear with us. Yes, please, guys, just protect yourselves, protect your families, protect everyone around you. Like, I think most people that I know have lost someone due to COVID or had a family member in a really bad shape because of COVID. So just let's just let's stay inside. Let's let's do the things we're supposed to be doing right now. Let's not be going to parties with 200 plus people and not wearing masks and have it be indoors. And I could go on. This is a very specific reference to something that I discovered in the news. I think it's in Missouri. These parents hosted like a homecoming party. So like over 200 kids attended. Oh, good God. And parents, and of course, COVID was given away like party favors, and yep. they're lying to the contact tracers, all all the stuff that goes in, like, y'all. It's it's just so irresponsible. Like, I just. Yeah. Just I a just, big old shit show. It's a big old shit show. And I mean, I know that, especially like for our community the non-monogamous community if there was a massive breakout because of like some kind of sex party or non-monogamous gathering you would never fucking hear the end of it like we would all be branded as horrible people and so i'm branding those parents and those children as horrible people and shaming them shame (laughs) shame there's a bell we're ringing it shame 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 if you do feel safe enough to engage with other people, I hope that you are engaging with people that have the same practices as you for COVID-19 precautions, um, sexy times and otherwise, and that um, y'all are keeping that shit to yourselves. Like, don't don't be trying to, like, share the COVID with everyone else. Just keep if you, you guys have COVID together, just keep it together just for the two of you. Yeah, there's nothing. It's not a time to be sharing anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Keep it to yourselves. It's yeah. fine. It's cool. Keep it in your polycule. Just keep it there. Great. Great, great, great. Uh, so that's my, you know, politicky rant <laughs> of the night, I guess. Politicky. Don't politic-y. get the deadly virus. Politics. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, don't get the deadly virus and don't, you know, expose anyone else to it. Like, sorry, that's it. <laughs> um, your views are so radical, Jen. 
Uh, what can I say? I'm a I'm one of those, you know, liberally people. That's me. The views expressed by Jen. No, no, no. They are. They <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> they definitely are in keeping with Monogamish Pod. They are in keeping with Monogamish Pod. It's fine. Um, so now that I've gotten all that out of the way, let's talk about safe ways that you can communicate with other people. Do you know how to do is. that? You can use altplayground.net. I don't know what that was either. I just, I, of course. I, I mean, you, you, you held that note. I, I, I held that. it. <laughs> I held it. I don't um, want to know what it was, but you held it. <laughs> right. I'm so horrible at this. Uh, but today I want to talk to you guys about the new arrivals module on Alt Playground. And it is awesome because we've, you know, merged with so many sites recently, including, you know, Love Voodoo. Shout out to all the Love Voodoo people who came on over to Alt Playground. How y'all doing? Um, new members are joining from all across the country. And there's so many new connections that it can be made between lifestylers. And you can check out all the amazing growth and new opportunities for sex positive fun at altplayground.net, especially considering we have the video corner, the video corner thing. They have video chatting. We have our communities. We have so many amazing ways to connect with people long distance without having to go out and get COVID or share the COVID with your friends. This is the best time to connect online. It's the best time to connect. Do it online and you get to see all these new people like, you get to expose yourself and have them expose themselves to you <laughs> on oh, allplayground.net. Yes. And uh, we can't wait to see all the other new people who are joining. We hope that you guys listening to this have already signed up. And if you have signed up, we hope you told your friends and their friends. And we just we just want to keep the ball rolling. We just want to make this the biggest lifestyle website yes. ever. This, this one you're allowed to spread. Spread this one all over. Yes, spread the gospel of allplayground.net. And uh, yeah, check us out there. We'll be keeping an eye out for you in new arrivals. <laughs> See what I did there? Brought it back together. I'm awkward. Good, good job. Good job. You did it. You did it. I did it. High fives to me. There we go. That was great. I was waiting on that. <laughs> but now that I've done my awkward, you know, try to be cool thing, I'm Jen. Oh, I'm Sham. And we're, we're monogamous. monogamous. Probably not. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe it's just in Shamdi. Shamdi. <laughs> oh, so at the end we're going to say I'm Lily Jen. You're going to say I'm Shamdi. Yeah, sure. Why not? Bye, <laughs> Okay, guys. Back again. Like I said, I did an interview with uh, Jimmy Galear Jefferson a.k.a. Jimmy the Artist, and uh, we're just going to play that for you right now. Is that Jimmy and I talk about their journey to non-monogamy and about the non-monogamy in their books, and we also touch a little bit on the fact that there's a sincere lack of non-monogamous representation in Black romance and why we think that is. So now is the time for you guys to be listening to that in this spot right here. Today, I have a member of the Black Romance Book Club here with me to talk about non-monogamy. And you're probably thinking, say what now? Yeah, yeah, Black Romance novels have non-monogamy too. What you talking about? What are you talking about? Damn, y'all. I have Jimmy here with me today. This is where I put in the noise effects. There's applause. There's like cheering. There's a confetti cannon going off. There's all sorts of stuff happening now that Jimmy's here. Right exactly. It's a stadium. We will rock you or some whatever the, the new hip, you know, right. sports right. song is playing. That's what's playing right now. I am 
Jimmy Galliard Jefferson. I write black romance novels. Um, there's an interracial in there as well, but I focus on black women finding love that uplifts and respects them as people. Um, and that doesn't necessarily have to fit in any kind of box. That is the most important thing. There is this idea, I think. I listened to an episode of Shelf Love earlier where they were talking about um, capitalism and consumerism. And you're probably thinking, what does it have to do with what we're talking about? Um, but how with the mega corporations buying up all sorts of small companies, et cetera, like in the 80s and 90s, you found this huge surgence of like C- CEO romances. Because yeah. the way women were able to escape from being crushed under the capitalist boot was to marry the CEO of a... Yeah multi-million dollar company Mm -hmm. so yes we can find love there too and also anyway we want (laughs) (laughs) see full circle sort of it It kind of it kind of connected back so tell me what made you want to write non-monogamous romance novels and i know it's not exclusively what you write but i know people tend to have a lot of feelings about non-monogamy and romance novels it's very much a well, if she's dating more than one person, she has to break up with one of them before the end to get with someone else. Yes. So what what made you want to really explore that part of it? So I just think it is an honest part of what love is. Um, also, my books are kind of loosely based on the personalities of my friends, like very loosely. And one of my friends was in a non-monogamous relationship. And she had said to me, honestly, my ideal relationship is me finding an established couple and just being a part of that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I could write a book or five, seven about that. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it. Um, So it was literally, it just, it was interesting. And I write my books first to entertain me. So I wrote what I most wanted to read. And then I was like, and I guess, you know, other people should have it too. Let's see if we pay some bills with this. Um, But it's interesting. Anytime I get a chance to explore humans that are brave enough to live outside of what society expects of them, I jump on it. Yeah. And it's an honest depiction of what real life is like. Like you said, it's loosely based on a friend. So she was like, this is what I want. You said, Bet I'm going to make that happen right. for, for a character. Maybe not for you, but for someone right. else. I cannot, you know, sit at my laptop and make it happen for you, but I can make it happen for this imaginary person. Yeah. But did they end up getting what they want? That's the real question. Ha- has she found the couple that she wants to be with yet? She, it's a hard thing to do. There are a lot of people um, that are saying that they want non-monogamy to please their partner. And then when it happens in real life, there's drama. So she's kind of like, I've been honest about what I want. For instance, he's been honest about what he wants. And you're saying what he wants to hear because you think that's what you have to do to keep him. It's like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. And that's okay. But don't, I think for a lot of people, non-monogamy is like the hot new thing. Um, they're they're trying to be cool and hop on that bandwagon and it's like you don't don't do that don't do that if it's not for you it's not for you there's absolutely nothing wrong with being monogamous it's fine you're not behind you're not it's okay yeah there there is an idea um that and it's very much like a pokemon gotta catch them all sort of mentality 
It's yeah. like, hey, I have to have everyone as opposed mm-hmm. to I genuinely want to build a connection with this person. This person, yeah. I have something real going on. And I think it's the same thing with unicorn hunting as well. Mm-hmm. So your friend probably come across a couple of those unicorn hunters who are like, yeah, you know, we just want you to fit into this tiny unicorn box that we've made. No, yeah. no, no, we don't we don't really care about you as a person. Exactly. You're just going to be in the unicorn box. This is where you go. Yeah. yeah. So I've had that experience, actually. So I was dating somebody that was in a relationship and it was kind of like a, let's see if we can merge this thing. And I was like, okay. Um, and it was kind of like a, oh, I am actually just an accessory for your adult time. That's not enjoyable. I'm going to go. Yeah. That that's, that's never really the fun part unless we all agree to that at first. Like if we right. all agreed, I'm yeah. just here for play, then let's all just be here for play. If my feelings change and I get to tell you that my feelings have changed and I don't want to play anymore. Right. But don't draw me in with romance and then just give me dick. I don't want that. Right. Exactly. 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 And so it was like, well, this sucks because I'm also going to lose a friend behind all of this, too. So, like, what? I wish you had told me up front this is what I was walking into. So. Yeah. It's that's disappointing. I am sad for you because, yeah, I mean, been there, obviously. I think any of any of us who are queer women have been there in that whole thing where there is either a friend who thinks that you're just down for whatever. Or there is some weird couple on social media. Hey, this is what we've been looking for. This is what we stay up late at night and whisper to each other about join. It's like, no, no. No. You me? A person? Nice to meet you? You know what I mean? Let's start there. I don't know about people. People people don't exist, don't know what you're talking about, can't relate. Can't relate. (laughs) You're a person. Unacceptable. This is not what we wanted. Right. So it's, yeah. So it's been a whole thing. But in real, well, in a book people life, um, my character meets a married couple and she joins the relationship Um, And I kind of had it follow what my friend went through. So the wife kind of self-sabotaged it. It was a little, one of those too good to be true moments. I've got to say her boundaries don't really need to exist. And so she's kind of navigating that. And she starts in a place where a very religious woman raised her. And she kind of has to get through the, the psychology of, is it okay to want what I want? okay, now that I've admitted I want it, is it okay to go get it? Yeah, that's, that's real. That's, that's definitely some, some, some black people shit for sure. (laughs) It is, right? Like, you just gotta be like, okay, so now that I've dealt with Jesus, can I go? So I think everybody goes through that moment, though, when you realize that, like, I actually don't need to be in a relationship with just one person. Like, you kind of, or at least I did. I had a moment where I was like, and that's okay. That's okay. It's I don't smell the fires of hell. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's go. It's fine. I mean, I think we're a little bit away from hell, but I'm pretty sure my room down there is nice and cozy. So I, listen, it's got to be like fully decorated by now. <laughs> the things that we do. Oh yeah, no, that, that, that's definitely interesting. I can tell you that I was very young when I wanted a husband and a wife. That was ideal. So I wanted my own wife and my own husband. They weren't, they, they weren't, they don't need to be together. This is what I wanted. So right. 
child me, once I realized that I liked girls and boys, wanted a V. Of course, not knowing what a V was, but this, this is what I wanted. Right. And, of course, as you get older, you kind of have to navigate, well, no one's really got wives out here. Wives are not really a thing, child you. You need to just focus yeah. on getting the husband part. Maybe later on you can convince him that you need a wife. Right. So I did monogamy on and off for periods of my time. I also did thruples, you know, not necessarily a triad, but thruples situations, yeah. which I find is a fun, casual sort of word for right. stuff like that. And then, you know, I had a long-term male partner and I was so unhappy at a certain point. And he was like, you're picking fights. You're doing stupid shit. What the fuck's going on? I'm like, I miss vagina. Why can't I have a pussy? And he was like, why didn't you just tell me? I knew you were bisexual from we started dating. You could have just had a conversation. You could have had sex with all the pussy you wanted. I was like, really? You're like a little kid gets super excited. Like you're having a tantrum. And then you say, you want the ice cream? I'm like, really? That's for me? He was like, yeah, that that's for you. We can make this work. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out long term just because of all the rules and stuff that yeah. you have to jump through to make men comfortable with things like this. But the point is that I was happy to have the conversation and kind of it be accepted. And so after that, I was kind of like, fuck you, why do you monogamous ever again? <laughs> so after that, like, I mean, that was, we're in 2020 now. So this person and I broke up in 2014. We were doing that thing from about like 2013. Well, 2012 and 2013-ish, whatever time, math is not my strong suit right now. Just so you know, it is too early for that. But, uh, yeah, so from that point in time, it's on all my dating apps. It's like, I am non-monogamous. I am polyamorous. This is what I want. And then, of course, you get the creepy, oh, yeah, so, you know, me and and my wife are looking for, no. No. Next. Right. It's been interesting for me trying to navigate it on like dating apps because it's kind of like, okay, which of you are polyamorous and which of you actually just want permission to cheat in peace? That part. Right. And it's like, you're actually, you're not actually about this life. You just want to go out and do things. That's all. That's all. You just want my permission to go out and do things. And polyamory is such a catch-all word for people now, but they it doesn't mean, I mean, there's non-monogamy, right? And then right. polyamory is just a subset of non-monogamy. Right. And I feel like people are just forgetting that, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other terms you can choose from to describe yourself. Exactly. Poly just sounds fun, but it means right. actual emotional work with multiple people and with yourself. Like, do you know how hard it is to love yourself? Right. <laughs> and, ugh. Like you said before about like people that need a whole lot of rules, I'm just always like, all right, well then let's just not do this. You know what I mean? Like if you've got a restricted and it can only look like this and it can only be with this kind of person and you can only talk to them then and you can only see them this often, it's got to be. Well then let's just not do it. Yeah. Like- on this because you're not secure in this. Let's talk about the real issues. Yeah, I've explained that. I was like, I feel compersion in romantic relationships, but my friends don't get don't don't try to be friends with nobody else when we're friends. I don't understand why you need other people. Don't get it. You're you're being unreasonable. Why do you want to hang out with someone who's not me? Uh, but in my romantic relationships, I'm like, please go off, go, go fuck someone else, go go date, right. go. You know what? I don't need you at home right now. Can you just go away for the weekend? Don't you have someone who wants you for the weekend? Go there. Right. Go here, please. You could not be here right now. Yeah. Um. And it's kind of like. So I had to explain it to someone once, like, 
well, what is non-monogamy for you? And I was like, um, I just think you should be allowed to recognize that a person is interesting or a person is beautiful or a person is interesting and beautiful and it's okay. Yeah. Looking is cheating. I don't, I don't know who talked the whole, it was okay to find people attractive, but looking is cheating. I've heard that from someone before. Looking is cheating. I don't understand why you have to look at other people. I'm right here. Well, yes, but you're the only person that looks like you. Everybody else looks like something different. And that's so interesting. Yeah. No, no, looking is cheating. Don't don't even think about breathing in someone else's direction, okay? Now we're getting into like fighting too much. Much. Ah, heteronormativity. Yes. It's so it was really interesting to get into like a romance novel because it is so heteronormative, right? Like man, where boy beats girl, boy and girl are interested in each other. Boy and girl go through a thing. It breaks them, but then they fix it and they get back together, right? Like, that's kind of the formula for romance novels. Yep. It's like, girl meets boy, then meets another boy, and then boy meets girl, and they're all a thing. And, like, it freaks people out. I, I don't get why. I think, I mean, it sounds corny, but, like, love is love. It shouldn't really matter where you right. where you find it. in, especially in, like, a romance novel context, I have seen reviews of books that are like, oh, they didn't tell me there was a threesome scene in this book. Two stars. Right. I hated it. I'm like, you really? You love this book so much that you had to write a note about being mad that there right. was a threesome scene. You did that. Right. Oh, I, I just read it the other day, actually. I was looking, I put out a call on Twitter for black non-monogamous romance novels and I specified black which people seem to forget that yeah. black means that all the people involved in the romance are black people right it's not interracial it's not you know any right. kind of weird shit it's all right. black people and the pickings are slim out yes. there in the real world yes they are and I found one the the author herself tagged me in her tweet and she's like this one's non-monogamous so I looked the very first review one star. I loved every other book in this series. However, this one had <laughs> threesome, and it was unnecessary, and I didn't know this book was going to be like this. One star. Okay. I mean, I, I have a bunch of those, actually, for this series, like, and I didn't want this, and, like, the character, it doesn't work out for her in the non-monogamous relationship, but she ends up with a bisexual man. As a bisexual woman. Oh, no, you're doing too much now. You had a bisexual man on the page and that made the people mad. So there's a threesome where it's the two of them and a guy. There are, sorry, there are a couple of them throughout the series. Um, at one point, she watches him sleep with his ex-boyfriend to prove that, hey, you actually aren't interested in your ex-boyfriend anymore. You just... Want them because you think you can't have them. But here, here he is. Here he is. Have them. There you go. <laughs> Me with a glass of wine watching you guys have sex. Are you having fun? You're not having fun. You're not. You're not. That's crazy. You're not having fun. But you wanted him so bad. He's right there. Why aren't you? Have- oh, oh, you want me? That's weird. Because you said you wanted him so bad. Um, In that series, people would like email me like, it really weirded me out that he was bisexual. Like, I didn't like that part. I feel like we could have done without that. Uh, nope. Right. And like, as a bisexual person, I was kind of like, yes, yes, I could do without that part of me too. I feel like life would be. Yes. Potentially easier. 
if I could do without that part of me too. But this happens to people. And why is it that it's absolutely okay for me as a woman to say that I'm bisexual? Well, it's not okay. I'm sorry. I'm a greedy monster that can't choose. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's it. We're greedy monsters that can't choose. And bisexual men are really just gay and pretending. Really just gay and pretending. Sorry, I didn't I didn't realize that. I, I figure that out much later in life. So as as a greedy person, as a pansexual person, so you know I'm like extra greedy now. Oh, I like everything. Oh my god. What are you doing? I, I like pots, I like pans, I like trees, I like grass, I like people. Ugh, I'm just all over the place. Honestly, figure it out. Pick a lane. Uh well, sadly, my lane involves the future that I have planned with a husband and a wife and probably a trans non-binary partner as well. Just throw it in there, but we're all going to have separate bedrooms because I don't want, I don't want to share a bedroom in the evening. Yeah. And I also want to like not share a bathroom. So honestly, there's okay. Okay. So that is my, probably my favorite part about meeting non-monogamous people is like seeing how their relationships work. And it's literally just like, in fact, I'm the most introverted introvert that you ever met in your life. Or it's like, also, I'm a hyper-germaphobe. And just the idea of somebody else's germs coexisting with my germs makes me nauseous. And it's like, wait, you're non-monogamous? And you hate germs. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Wait, wait, that's amazing. Wait, talk to me more. Or like when Trevor Noah was like, I want to get married, but like only if we can have separate houses. That is the dream. That is the dream. Like, like, we get a huge plot of land and then just have separate houses on it. So I was on Twitter and this woman was just like, I'm actually non-monogamous, but I don't want to be in a full-term relationship, right? Like, I don't want to attach myself to a person romantically. But she and her friends bought land together and, like, they each have a house for tax purposes. They, like, they combine their money. They're like making investments together. So they're doing everything that married couples do, but as friends, they travel together. Like, you know what I mean? They do communal grocery shopping. They grow produce on their land. And I was like, is this it? Is this heaven? It is heaven. It is. I've seen it. Like I talked about this with polyamorous black girl. Like our dream is to have like a great community. Well, she, she wants a farm. I'm like, listen, I don't need a farm. I'm not going to be doing no damn farm right. girl. You, you're going to be on your own with that shit. But if, I could have, like, my best friend and I, who, you know, we've been best friends for too many years to count at this point. We met when we were, like, 10. So, so it's that's yeah, it. that's it. We're together. Like, we're together forever. There is no going back. There's no take backs. We're just, right. that's it. So, you know, she has a partner. You know, I am I am more solo poly right now, so I don't really want to, like, live with anyone at this point yeah. in time. But, of course, you know, designations change. We grow and we change with whatever mm-hmm. relationship happens. But... Our plan is to live together, like to have like a duplex or something and we're together. But it's kind of like, well, wait, where's your man going to live? She's like, I don't know. I guess you got to figure that out. Right. (laughs) That sounds like something he needs to fix, not me. That's a him problem. So that is me and my best friend have actually talked about that, like moving to like London or something and like getting a duplex together. And like, I was like, wouldn't that be great? And I can knock on your door and we can have breakfast every day or not. Like it's built in. We're right there. You don't need another person. You have me. Do you, you don't need yeah, me. Exactly. Oh. See, that, that, that's that lack of compersion with friendships you were talking yeah. about. That's it right there. <laughs> Monogamous friendships. Um, but it is, 
it's so interesting to see how like people choose to make their relationships work and the most fascinating part for me probably about deciding to tell people that I was non-monogamous was watching one how many married couples are very quietly like oh there's a word for it now that's dope that's that's great cool um like I said before, watching how many people actually are just using it as an excuse to cheat in peace. And then how many people that say that they want that as a thing and then have to live with the reality of the situation. And they're like, oh, this is work. And I think I was trying to explain to someone once. I was like, technically, for me at least, monogamy is easier. Like the level of work involved that you have to do with yourself, with other people, the inappropriate questions you have to field from strangers. Like, monogamy is easy. It is way easier. No, no one, okay. And I say this with love. It's like, it's like sexuality. No one chooses to right. be not straight. Trust me. If I, if I had a choice, I would have divested from men completely. There would be no men yeah. in my life. Because no one would choose men if they could. So let's right. just put that out there. But I think it's the same thing with how you operate your relationships. Because at the end of the day, it should always bleeds through. Whatever right. you are meant to do or whatever you are meant to have, it will always come out. So people who have, you know, been straight for a million years and then, you know, later on that, they're kind of like, listen, fuck it. I've been a lesbian my whole life. I, I did this whole right. thing because y'all told me to. Exactly. I don't want to do that no more. Exactly. It's the same thing with non-monogamous people. When you try to force yourself into monogamy or when you're monogamous, try to force yourself into non-monogamy, the truth always comes out. It this does. is not how you feel. You don't need to right. be doing that. Right. Like, it's okay to just tell the truth about yourself. It's 2020. The world has ended, actually. We're, we're living in the matrix now. Like, it's fine. Tell the truth about yourself. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. Be real. Right. That's what they said. Tell the truth, shame the devil. I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> oh, I am full of like absolutely ridiculous back pocket, corner dusty, like southern sayings. And I just like whip out like, here it is. It's 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 my thing. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. So have you told like your family okay, had you any of your family members read your books? No. No. Um I gave my father express orders to never read anything I write. Um, my mother has chosen not to. She's kind of just like, I support you 1000%. Um, but you've always been a wild girl. So I'm going to support you from over here. Um, and let your books be your books, right? So like, my laptop broke down. And I told my mother, like, freaking out, like, just, you know, because you call your mom when you're freaking out. You don't need her to do anything. It's just she's your mom. She should deal with your freak out, right? Absolutely. Like, I'm going to figure this out. And she's just like, I'm going to give you my credit card information. Buy a laptop. This is your, this is your living. This is your calling. Like, she'd never read one of my books. She was like, writing is your calling. Let's get you a new laptop. And I was like, mommy. Thanks, mommy. Okay. But give her back the money, like. A week later. Yeah. Now, we're doing that, but, like, don't do that again. That was weird. Um, my extended family also... I'm the wild card in the family, so, like, when I said that I was writing books, they were like, oh, I bet it's some crazy shit in that thing. 
<laughs> so they knew right off the bat. What are they doing in your books? And I was like, well, it's a romance novel. And they were like, oh, it's sex. Oh, it's a lot of sex, isn't it? Uh, sounds like you. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to read those. We're, we're not going to. I can't, like, be at the cookout eating ribs across from you knowing that you put that kind of shit in the back. Uh, <laughs> change your diapers. I can't. I can't. No, we're not doing that. I bought a copy to support you. Well, like, my cousins will all, if I say I released a book, they will all send me the equivalent of whatever the cost of the book is. They will send that to me and be like, I'm not buying the book, but I'm buying the book. Here, have some money. Congrats. That's amazing that you released a book. But it's weird. Yeah, I mean, that works, though. And I'm like, okay, okay. But yeah, no, my family is very conservative, very Christian. They're something black, you know what I mean? So yeah, the whole non-monogamy thing is just, they're over here, my life is over here, and that's fine. That's fine. We We love each other that way. But, like, what's going to happen, like, in the future, if you have, like, this great big non-monogamous commune of all your partners? <laughs> like, what what are they going to think is happening? Exactly what's happening. And it will be happening over there. So, like, my family will know things about me. Like, when I was in a same-sex relationship, we were at family functions together. And I wasn't pretending that we weren't in a relationship. Like, the way I was with boyfriends, I was with them, right? So my family was just kind of like, well, that's her. And she's always been that girl. Not shocked. Okay. If this is what you're doing. Explain it to me like I'm pretty. Why? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Explain it to me like I'm stupid. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, because I like them. They're like, okay, well, I said explain it like I'm three. Okay. You like them. You know y'all got the same stuff down there? And I was like, yes, actually. I am very aware of what's down there. Thank you. Would you like to? And my family's like, no, no, no. Have you tried the potato salad? It's amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, my family is okay with their values being their values and my values being my values. And then not having to agree but also not having to talk to me about it yeah hear what you think I actually like I don't need to hear what you think that boundary is important that that because I think a lot of people are missing that boundary between listen this is not your lifestyle you don't have to approve but you have to respect me and you have to respect who I am exactly and sometimes respect is just shutting the fuck up it's just that part sometimes respect is actually saying Nobody asked what I thought. And that's okay. That's fine. Okay. Nobody asked what, nobody cares what I think. Okay. 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 But I do want a martini, right? Like, it's okay. I, I wish people were on that train. And social media especially. It's like, yeah. no one actually asked what you thought. So all, all those hot take think pieces that people come yeah. up with about non-monogamy and polyamory and mm-hmm. what it really means and cheating and all of that. No, no one actually asked you, sweet thing. No, no yeah. one mentioned this, that they were, no one said, you know what? I really want to know what Joe six, three, four, X, 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 Y says right. about this. No one said that. I don't know who told you that, but no one actually asked for this. Right. Right. Like who? Okay. Thank you. Person 
that's only been in monogamous relationships for their entire life and has absolutely no idea what's happening over here and has actually never spoken to or met a non-monogamous person and has formed an entire dissertation based on just how they feel and their insecurities. Thank you for giving tweets about this. Yes, thank you, person, for sharing your opinion. Like an asshole. Everyone has right. one. Everyone. And it's like, this is actually not how any of this works, bro. And that's fine. Right. So have you read other non-monogamous romance novels? I noticed that there are not that many of, well, there are some, but they're mostly white. But tell me what you've read that you really enjoyed, if you have any that you enjoyed. Uh, I actually, okay. So non-monogamy for me, the way that I found it best written has always been in erotica. So that's kind of how I got into non-monogamy in a literary sense um but Katrina Jackson does it so well so like so well there are a couple authors where you read their work and you're like damn I wish I wrote that damn oh man oh if you were giving me 15 minutes I'd have done that I'd have I'd have wrote that (laughs) you ain't got no patience that's what's wrong Right? And so Katrina Jackson, she released last year, she released Neighborly. And I swear to God, I read it like 17 times. Like, Kendall is sick of me. Right? Like, it's always, it's like right there. And they're just like, hey, want to read something new? And I'm like, no. Neighborly's fine. No, I'll do it again. No, it's fine. Um, It was just really, you know, like, I can't. I yeah. podcast of me just talking about how well she handled these people becoming a thing and how they made that work right so yeah I think it's Katrina Jackson for me um beyond that I don't like there's nothing that stands out I feel like I want to say Tasha Harrison did one but I don't know if I'm telling the truth um, okay, yes and no. That was the series with the white dude, the Jamaican dude, and the the reporter chick, whatever yeah. she was. Yes. So technically, yes, they were non-monogamishy because yeah. she was dating both of them. But then there was a period of time where she was exclusive with the white one, then she was exclusive with the Jamaican dude, then she was... Yeah. It, it was a whole... That girl is a whole ass mess. That, yeah. that That's really what the problem was. Yeah. But yes, technically she did write that non-monogamous story series. Because I think it was um, more than one book in that, if I'm remembering correctly. It was like a, like a, it finished in one part and then the second book picked up in another part, if my memory serves. It's a part yeah. of an overall series in that particular neighborhood. Um, yes. So I don't know if you know this, but I'm a Katrina Jackson stan. I've even had her on the podcast before. Right. So Okay. I and, feel safe now. Safe. Yeah. Safe. And me. I am in her DMs constantly. So yeah, <laughs> there is that. Good. So I am in a writing group with Tasha, um, who was like a genius for putting this thing together. And um Katrina is in there from time to time. And like every time I'm like, yo, be you're just writing at the same time as Katrina Jackson and she's right there on your Zoom screen, but be cool, like be cool, bro. Be cool, be cool, breathe, breathe, breathe. Turn off your camera. Okay, go freak out. Go freak out in the bathroom. It's fine. Just go freak out. Oh, but no, it was just there's something 
very special when you find that in Black romance. You know what I mean? Because it's such... Okay, so this is a little controversial. Say it. If Republicans weren't racist, most Black people would be Republicans. Facts. That, that That's hard facts. Like, we are... as as a culture, we are just that conservative. Like most of what the Republican Party stands for, we secretly agree with. It's just Republicans are racist. And so we like can't vote against our own self-interest. Does does that make sense? Oh yeah, it absolutely makes sense. I've had this conversation with people before. So yes, you are correct. Just like how a lot of these uh, immigrants, these immigrants from uh, Latinx countries tend to vote Republican as well. Because of proximity to whiteness, but I digress. Yeah. Yes. So um, I feel like that's part of why we don't see it more in Black romance, because we are, like, low-key, high-key, a very conservative culture, right? Like, it's not a thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I'm again, I wrote what I wanted to read. Like, I couldn't find it in quite the way that I wanted and I could not expect a Katrina Jackson or a Tasha Harrison to like write the book for me and release it next week because I need something to read this Saturday thank you so I wrote it for myself and then I went out and like yeah like you said earlier slim pickings I went out and like was like trying to find like more like let's go because I don't want to just tell people about my books I want to be like okay when you finish reading my books here's a person you can go read while you wait for me to release another book get out of my emails stop asking yes <laughs> here occupy your time go away but it's really hard or you read it and you go that wasn't non-monogamy you are just two very emotionally stunted people and i am dissatisfied yes oh my god yes that is a very 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 common trope also can we talk about the obvious thing where it was a non-monogamous romance for most people it has to be a triad like yes yes why it's also one of the reasons i love neighborly so much Mm -hmm. because it was not a triad it was very much like a z formation like you know yeah he's with her she's with her and she's with him like it was very much no one there's no connection aside from that z yeah i really really appreciated that that was like amazing to me um so I so when I was plotting out my story, I was trying to figure that out. And what I really wanted, what I really, really, really wanted was for my character to be with this married couple. They also have like a kind of BDSM element as well. The married couple owns a sex club and she, right, <laughs> she takes a class at the sex club. And that's how she meets the man she ends up marrying. He like sits next to her and the couple is teaching the class and they see him sit next to her. And there's kind of this moment that happens where they're like, well, shit, we know what this is about to be. Yeah, we know. Damn it. All right. All right. Um, But what I really wanted was for her to join so she's with the married couple and then she's with him and they find a way to like make that work. But then I started writing it and I was like, no, you can't do it. And I can't make her do it. And that's weird. Like authors will be like, I couldn't make my character yeah. thing. And I was like, that's bullshit. It's words on a paper. Like you wrote them backspace, write something else. 
And then I started doing it and I was like, oh wait, no, that's real. I can't actually make her, I can't make her do this. She is living in my head and I can't make her, okay, okay. All right, all right, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, of course it's not disappointing, but of course it's like, damn, you really wanted to make that happen, but you just yeah. couldn't. The, the characters want what they want. You can't, you can't force them to do things they don't want to do. There it is. So I, so as I'm writing one book, I'm usually like thinking five books out. What is this going to look like? And so people would be like, I don't understand how your brain, like, I don't understand how you connected it. And I was like, well, when I wrote book one, I already knew book six. So it's just kind of set yourself up for success. That's just how it goes. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for success. That's right. Um, so I'm already thinking, I've got a character that's kind of been living in my in the, the back of my head. And he's been talking to me for a while. And I'm pretty sure he's going to meet a woman that's a little older than him that has like a regular cutty buddy for lack of a better word and they get together and he's like you know you can keep them oh i ain't gonna be here every night i gotta travel and shit keep that's important yeah keep them if you need them shit don't throw the the baby out with the bath water (laughs) and i am i'm really excited to do that um and see her not have an anxiety attack about well what if you decide to do that or you have a girl in a different city or in the same city. Like, I'm very excited to, like, watch her be like, oh, okay. And if you need one, because God knows, there's going to be at least two weeks a month where I just don't even want you to breathe on me. Yeah, sometimes I'm going to be busy. Yeah, we can just talk on the phone, actually, today. You can go home. Call me when you get there. Let's FaceTime. <laughs> just call me. I'm going to be asleep in 20 minutes, but call me. Um, so I think that's another another thing that I want to see happen more in black romance like people not have anxiety attacks about non-monogamy oh yes oh I'm I'm excited for that is that so this is like a is that what you're writing now in the the writing group you can tell me I won't tell nobody just our podcast listeners so (laughs) so it is not what I am writing right now but it's definitely going to be what I do next it's just we're we're going to have anxiety about like who we are as people entering into a relationship. Cause that's just a people thing, right? Like you always have that moment where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, but yeah, that's, that's down the pipeline for me. Definitely. Like I just, I just want to normalize black love, whatever that black love is. And that's what we need. That's really, really what we need. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to, Oh, actually I wanted to, talk to you about a white romance non-monogamous relationship that I have read okay. I want your opinion on it okay so it's hmm so <laughs> it is definitely the the sex planet it's not called a sex planet series but it's a sex planet series um written by a white author and obviously they're aliens because of course that's what we do um the heroine of this particular book is blue she's like the sex goddess She's the native people of this planet where the atmosphere makes you horny and if you don't come, you're going to die. So okay. <laughs> that's important. Okay. That's very important to the whole entire series that okay. the, the planet is filled with sex. And if you don't have sex, you're going to die. And that all the people on this planet are non-monogamous and vo- voyeurs, exhibitionists, just all sorts of that. All the aliens are into it. They're down for it. Okay. So this is a book that's really irritated me. I've talked about it like 30,000 million times with many, many people about how upset I was, but I just wanted your take on it because 
maybe I'm looking at this just from a reader, non-monogamous perspective and not like from a writing standpoint. So she is a sex goddess. He is a genetically experimented on man, whatever. So she uses her powers of sex to have sex with people to heal them from their traumas and whatever okay. it is that she does. She's just her, her pussy just makes people feel better. Okay. So he has, he's really fucked up, but he's like in love with her and been watching her from a distance. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I can help you fix your problems. So they run off together, even though she's not supposed to be around humans for a whole separate reason, um, to like her special retreat house. And she tries to like fuck him better. And through fucking him better, her powers sort of evolve to a point where she no longer needs to have sex with people to make them feel better. She can just like transmit, you know what I mean? Like she, she just wills you to feel better and like, you know, the power just goes into you. Okay. So at the end of the book, you know, he's very much into her. He doesn't want anyone else. Her job of course requires her to fuck a bunch of other people. And so he is grudgingly okay with this. He's like, I don't really like to share, but this is your job. I'm never going to make you stop doing your job. Okay. And then she tells all of her alien people, well, since my powers have evolved, I don't, I want to be monogamous with this dude. This is who I want to be with. And they're like, monogamy? How dare you? What is wrong with you? But we have to accept it because she's a sex goddess. So he doesn't understand alien language. And she tells him later, like, yeah, you know, I really want to be monogamous with you. He's like, well, but what about, what about your job? What about all the stuff? And she's like, do you want me to fuck other people? He's like, nah, of course not. She's like, well, then I don't want to fuck other people either. And that's how the book ends. Okay. I think just from how you described it, I haven't read it. Um, first of all, congratulations to this writer for having the dedication to write and release a book that is that fringe, right? Because it's terrifying to do, right? Like, it's terrifying. You know people are going to have feelings. And you wrote it and you released it anyways. So kudos to you for having the balls to do that. Um, but I think there's this really fine line that you have to walk as a writer like beyond just how you put words on the page it's words mean things and what do your words mean and I think that there is this trend and even I've fallen into it um in hindsight I can look back and say that of kind of holding up monogamy as the golden prize or as the the salvation moment or you are you know you've evolved as a person when you don't need to sleep with all these people. And so it gets very quietly kind of slut-shamey. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. And, like, again, this is something that, in hindsight, I can, like, recognize that I might be guilty of as a as a writer. And, like, I have... As a big girl writer, I have I can now say, okay, we're not doing that. You can actually, non-monogamy is not something that you need to be healed from. It is not something that you kind of have to mature out of, right? Like you're not immature for being non-monogamous or you're not whatever. And then once you become a fully actualized adult, you'll want to be in a monogamous relationship. And that's how you know you're just doing life right. And I think we really, as writers, have to be careful how we frame it. Because, again, words mean things. And 
the influence that stories have on people is huge. Like literally there are books that change people's lives and your book is going to change someone's life. If you do it right, your book is going to change at least one person's life. Besides yours, it's obviously going to change your life, but like it's going to change someone else's life. How do you want to change it? Yeah, see, that that was my thing, because there's a part in the book, like in the very beginning, where she's like, I could never be monogamous. I love my polyamorous lifestyle. And then at the end, for her to do this switch for me, I was like, what? Yeah. Really? After all that, after all that bragging at the beginning of the book, like, no, I'll never be monogamous. It doesn't matter who I love or what I do. I will always want to be this person. And yeah, there there is a line. That's why I said, for me, it just kind of edged over the line a bit into kind yeah. of like a savior thing, because, and so it's like a, series right so in the first book it is people not native to the planet so they're just fucking because whatever and they have to when they fall in love and they do their thing um in the second book it is the guy who was a sex god before who has never really been satisfied with his position and falls in love with a human woman and runs away from the planet from his duties that's why in the third book this girl is now the sex goddess so she's taken over the mantle from her cousin so it's just this is this trend of love only being valid in a version of monogamy is what I've kind of been seeing, especially from book two and three. So that's why I was kind of like, Oh, wait, what? Why? But she was happy. She was happy and he was okay. Why did her powers have to evolve? Why couldn't she just fuck other people because she needed to right. for work? Why do we have to change it so that her powers have evolved to this amazing point? She doesn't need to do that anymore. And she can only just focus all of her pussy powers on him. Well, I mean, the answer to that is money. And yes we're not supposed to say that as writers right like it's the art supposed to be the art but you got to sell it to somebody and monogamy sells better disappointing but true yeah like you just at some point you look at your book and you go but is this commercial am i should i just leave this in my drawer and like or like get a copy published for me and like just read it when i'm bored or like what should i do with this and then you go, okay. And like, you don't want to, but you, you read it back and you go, how is this going to be received by my audience? All right, let me change some things. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the necessary bits. The world we live in. And it's not fair and it's not cute and it's not attractive. To be honest, I look back on my writing, I look at my writing career and I go, I could be a much bigger deal than I was if I chose not to do these things. Yeah, so. I get that. I understand that. That That is that is a thing that we have to contend with also. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I get it. I get it. Uh, well, I don't have officially any more questions for you. Why okay. don't you tell people where to find you? All right. So I am Jimmy the Artist everywhere. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I am the most interesting on Instagram. J-I-M-I, theartist.com. Um, the series that I've been talking about this entire time, love visual aids, is the New Money Girl series. Uh, you can find this on Amazon exclusively. It is a part of Kindle Unlimited, um, so that can be a part of your your monthly reading. And I am at jimmytheartist.com. And in the Black Romance Book Club, just chuckling it up with y'all. <laughs> thank you so much for being here of course we'll put all the links to jimmy stuff in the show notes so you guys don't have to worry about any of that and where to find it being like wait what don't worry i got you 
I got you. Thanks again so much for being here, Jimmy, and I will probably talk to you soon. And, of course, I'll pass on the pleasant exit things to Katrina. Hey, guys, it's me. <laughs> Sorry, I realize it's been a while since you heard my voice, so I had to jump in with that. We'd like once again to thank our lovely guest, uh, Jimmy the Artist, for a wonderful chat with Jen. I'm sure, sure Jen enjoyed it. I'm sure she missed me, but, you know, she had a wonderful chat about what she loves, books and writing and so on. So, as usual, you can find us on Twitter, at MonogamishPod, Instagram, MonogamishPod, Patreon.com slash MonogamishPod, because you can't search us because we're, we're naughty. We are on our playground, of course, um, on, am I missing somewhere? Facebook, Facebook.com, mm-hmm. search MonogamishPod. I think that's it. MonogamishPod.com, of course. That's where everything <laughs> is. That's where you can find details, show notes. Most times, you can find all of the episodes. You can find links to our merch shop, which is at Threadless. But, you know, the short way is just go through the website and you'll find it. And I think that's about it. Do, do, do. Well, you Once know what else? Twitter. Yes. You guys can also find us on SoundCloud. We post yes, our three SoundCloud. most recent episodes there. So Monogamish Pod, you can search for that on SoundCloud. You'll see the And, of course, days. wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Podbay, Pod, whatever podcatcher you've got. Podbean. Just look for us. Podbean. Yeah, that's another one. You yeah. can flip the Podbean with us, huh? Huh? I like that one. <laughs> flick, I don't know. You can flick your bean while listening to the pod. See? That's that's how you do it. You put them both together like that. Yep. Um, also, please rate us and write us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. It really helps. You it don't makes... got to give us five stars, but we really like five stars. We like five stars. I like to be like an overachiever. So I like the highest grade possible. If you guys can do that for me, that would be great. And if you don't like the show, you can also, I mean, you can probably just tell us, like you can just DM us and tell us what you don't yeah. like about it. I don't, I don't want everyone else to see that. Like I, I get embarrassed so easily. <laughs> yeah. Tell us secretly and maybe we'll try to change it. If it's something we can help. If it's something we can fix, absolutely. We'll change it. If, it works for us. <laughs> if you're like, oh, there's too much sham, we'll take into consideration. You say, yeah. oh, there's too much gen, we'll be like, no. <laughs> perfect amount of gen. Uh, there's always a perfect amount of gen. Except wink, not wink. right now. Here. Oh, yes, here in real life. Oh, recording remotely is great now, but also like so annoying at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not the same. It's not the same, but you know what? One day we will be together again, Sham. We will be together again, but right now all we have is this podcast and allplayground.net. That's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got. Thanks again to them. <laughs> Shout out to them. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. And so to wrap it up for tonight, but I'm Jen. No, I'm Lil Jen. There we go. <laughs> I'm Sham Deezy. <laughs> and and we're, we're monogamous. Monogamous. <laughs> we're having too much fun yeah. with this. I don't know. <laughs> oh god, if we did, I'm gonna laugh so hard. <laughs> I can't wait, so guys. Bye.